tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Gotta get the yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. <laughs> I'm your host, Keaton Markey, doing a special edition of Spotlight On with the amazingly talented actress, Jamie Chung, who also is such a fashionista. As I started uh, looking at your websites and stuff, What the Chung is awesome. Thank you. Everybody needs to check it out immediately. Um, but you are starring in the new Sin City movie, A Dame to Kill For. I know you guys just had the premiere last night, but h- how are you doing? I'm a little tired this morning, yes. but um, it's just the name of the game. Uh, you know, last night was great. It's always it's always so wonderful to you know come together and celebrate something that you've worked so hard on, um, mm-hmm. being surrounded by friends and family. So it was a good time. It went a little later than I than I would have hoped since I had an early morning, but it was worth it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were able to make it here. And your dress last night looked gorgeous. Who were you wearing? Thank you. I was wearing Pamela Rowland. Stunning. You guys look up the pictures. It's gorgeous. This long sleeve. And it was like perfect weather last night for yeah, a premiere. Yeah, it wasn't so. too hot. So speaking of your family, did they come in town for the premiere? Did I say family? I meant friends. Just friends? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I, you know, I'll bring my family down for something that isn't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, action-packed. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you have been in a lot of action-packed movies, and I mean, especially something like Sin City. I mean, it is a little risque, yeah. and you're, you've come from a very traditional family up in San Francisco. Yep. So what is their kind of opinion when you've been in a lot of movies kind of like this? Um, usually, in the past movies, my the one comment my mom would say is, aren't you cold? Why <laughs> couldn't you put on more clothes? I mean, that's literally all that I get from her. Um, uh, you know, I don't think that they've seen the movie Eden yet. It's whatever I send them or Mm -hmm. whatever I tell them about. And, you know, they're an older generation, so they don't, um, they don't cruise the the internet or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, which is great. It makes it a little easier. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) So what was your childhood like growing up? Did you always know you wanted to be an actress or was that something that came later? No, I mean, Growing up, it was always fun to to entertain. You mm-hmm. know, my parents were always working, and my sister and I hardly had a babysitter, so we would have to entertain ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that involved watching a lot of TV and a lot of movies and acting out silly little skits and trying to break dance after watching <laughs> Break In. I mean, you know, it really, the list goes on. But it's something that's been so... You know, it's been a very big a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't an actor, would you be doing something else in the entertainment business, do you think? I don't know. I'm really into photography, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's so cool to be a set photographer because you really catch interesting moments. It's like it's all on film, but you never really get to press pause. And, mm-hmm. you know, the photographer is there to really catch some great moments that sometimes we could miss on film. Absolutely. So I guess I would be a set photographer. 
That's really cool. <laughs> well, and it, it was funny because you actually went to school for economics. Yes. Which has nothing to do. It's not funny at all. <laughs> really boring. Uh, well, <laughs> what was that like? And how did you, you know, go from economics to then, you know, being a movie star? Well, it was kind of my safety net. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like having a college degree under your belt and, and you know, having, well, first of all, it's a UC. So it's, it's a great education and it's affordable and it's great for residents in California. But I loved, I loved the experience and, you know, it's, I think it's important to have, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it was one of my parents' fears after coming off the real world. They were really terrified that I wasn't going to finish college. Mm-hmm. And it, I made it a point to do that before I moved to LA and, and fully pursued this career. But it's something that I did not, I had forgotten to mention to my parents that I wanted to do. <laughs> I didn't want them to worry. And yeah. I, I am, have a huge fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Feel for fear, fear for failure. Jesus, are we going to edit this? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. So, um, and so, you know, I worked for a year on some TV shows, some small shows. And, and finally my mom called me up and was like, are you doing this, uh, soap opera days of our lives and i was like yeah i'm doing that by the way let's have a conversation <laughs> so it, it always came a little late but you you didn't you did make it you mentioned real world which i remember watching you on real world mm-hmm. world san diego back in 2004 how did you get involved with that i was working two jobs i was cocktailing and i was um serving and going to school full-time so I had heard rumors that the real world were coming by this bar that I was working at at the time um, f- to hold auditions, like a, a cattle call, mm-hmm. they say. So literally 700 people, more than 700 people showed up to kind of go through the initial process of the interviews. And um, I don't know, just one one phase led to the next. And before you knew it, I was... Before I knew it, I was I was on the show. So that's amazing. Yeah. Do you, I mean, because then you know, then you you did the real world, and then you did a couple of the challenge kind mm-hmm. of spinoff shows. I just did one. Oh, you did just one, yeah. and and you won it, and then paid for college. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what was what was it like, kind of being thrown into that world, and almost I mean, real world. It's almost like this instant fame because it w- especially I remember San Diego, your season was huge. And maybe it was just because I was at the age where yeah. I was so into MTV yeah. and so into real world at the time because it was almost like a new generation of real world. Mm-hmm. What was that like? I mean, for me, it was just like a, a quarter. I took a quarter off mm-hmm. and going into it, I grew up on the show. Like I grew up in San Francisco and so I watched the real world San, uh, real world San Francisco when I probably shouldn't have, mm-hmm. but it's always, it's always been so fascinating, you know, taking seven people that would never live together or be, be near each other and bring them under one roof and seeing what happens. And, you know, back in the day it really was about, you know, political differences and you're coming from different worlds. And of course you're going to have a different opinion about things. And it was really interesting to see how that person resolved the issues mm-hmm. if they ever chose to resolve it. Um, and it's something that I always want to be a part of. So when I got the opportunity, I was like, yes, I'll take a quarter, quarter off of school. It, it's a free vacation. It's a lifetime experience. I had to do it. I was mm-hmm. very thrilled. And, you know, when I got to the house, I was terrified. 
the personalities, everyone, everyone's personality was so big and, and boisterous. And I was, you know, it kind of made me clam up a little bit, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't trade it in. I had a great time. I made some great friends mm-hmm. and, um, the challenge is, is exactly the same, you know, but there's 20 people instead of seven. And it's so intimidating because again, it's really big personalities mm-hmm. and, um, I'm not really into like the, the angling, you know, Yeah, yeah. but the challenge for me was more just like a physical challenge. Like I wanted to do it for myself and, and of course try and win some money, but it's always nice. <laughs> yeah. And I still watch it. I'm, you do? I'm solely addicted. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah. That's so awesome that you still watch it. Do you, do you still keep in touch with a lot of your castmates? I try. I, you know, that's what's so great about Facebook. I'll, um, Facebook Cameron Eubanks. I know Brad had a baby, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, we'll keep up that way. But if, if I'm ever in, um, Atlanta, I'll hit up Jacquees and we'll mm-hmm. try and hang. Aww. But we played phone tag not too long ago, but it's nice to hear what everyone's up to. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you've kind of done what a lot of people coming from reality TV haven't been able to do. You've been able to have such a successful acting career as you've left reality television, do you think that that was, that was a difficult journey for you because you were on reality TV or do you think it was easier for you because you were on reality TV? No way. I mean, it's, you know, it's something that we kept off the resume and, and the show had finished airing like less than three years ago. And so it was still pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was an, it was an extra hurdle to jump over when I went into the room for these auditions with casting directors because they were like, Oh, you're that girl. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see, you know, so I, I felt like it was a bit more challenging, mm-hmm. but overall, like auditioning is hard. It <laughs> sucks. It's, you know, 99 no's before you get a maybe mm-hmm. it's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. So when, what was like kind of the first role that you got that you were like, Oh, <gasps> Oh my gosh, like maybe, maybe, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this. Oh man. Um, it was either Veronica Mars when I I had like one line and I think it was, he's in the backyard. Like that was my, (laughs) or, um, I I did this Adam Sandler movie and it's so embarrassing. And this is the one movie my mom was like, what happened to all your clothes? I played a Hooters girl. (laughs) But they taft heart lead me, which is which was great. So they kind of pushed along the process for, for me to get into the union. That's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the one. And then, I mean, did you ever see yourself on soaps? Oh man, no way! But I loved my storyline, and I, I was actually really proud of it. I really liked the writing, and um, you know, I was like, "Is this something that I can put on?" Because I gave it my all, and, and the whole process of soap operas—it's so. It's so hard. Like mm-hmm. literally you'll show up in the morning, you'll block out your scene for episode six, and then you'll block out another scene for episode seven in the same room. And they'll just do like block shooting. So you're just kind of jumping through episodes, but you'll film three episodes in one day. It's kind of insane. It, it's nuts. like acting. It's like boot camp for actors. Really? I think it's the best way to learn. Yeah. Because you did that right at the beginning of kind of your acting mm-hmm. career. So that, that must have been kind of a nice Oh, it was fun. I was so fun. happy. Yeah. You know, I was getting paid. I, got, I quit my part-time job. <laughs> I was so excited. Where did you where, where did you start your part-time job here? I was working um, part-time at this clothing store called Cynthia Rally that was on Melrose. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Cynthia Rally. Yeah, Is Cynthia it so Rally. The, go, go check that place out. I mean, this girl has great fashion sense, you guys. So she's not going to work at a store that's not doesn't have cute clothes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, 
do you, you've done TV, you did a lot of TV, but then you, you kind of very easily made the transition into movies. Was that a difficult process or like what, what was that like for you? I mean, it, it is pretty much night and day in terms of TV. Things move so fast mm-hmm. and they're churning out these episodes fairly quickly. And with the movie process, it's so much like time is such a luxury, you know? Yeah. You really get, you really get the time to prep or the time to work things out, have meetings with the director. I mean, it's, it's a different experience. Um, and I don't know, all, all auditions to me are the same, whether mm-hmm. they're for a small role, a commercial, a big film, you know, you treat it the same way. And I don't, I don't ever recall thinking like, oh no, it's so hard for a TV actor to get into movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it used to be such a gray area and no, it used to be, it used to be very black and white. Yeah. But now I feel like everyone's doing the crossover. So it's really not that. And, and when you're shooting shows like Once Upon a Time, for example, which I'm a huge fan of, so congrats on that role because that was I mean, that's almost like a movie like yeah. every hour, every episode is this hour long epic yeah. really what was it like being on set with Once Upon a Time playing a princess um, a classic Disney princess yeah. Mulan I, it was pretty cool the first day was okay you're going to ride this horse in to the shot I'm like yes <laughs> there's no other movie or like any other show that I can think of where I'm like I'm going to ride a horse or I'm going to do a period piece you know like I don't know if, you know, I wouldn't, it, it's, it's seldom that I would read something for a period piece writing horse, but this is fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I watched Mulan when I was younger and I loved it. And it was kind of a dream come true to play this character. It was very exciting. And, and she had, I mean, what they did with, I feel like Mulan's storyline was so unexpected and something that, you know, I don't think anybody have have really seen yeah. a Disney princess being portrayed with her love interest story and kind of her love triangle. Yeah. What was it like when you kind of got that script and I realized mean, that was your storyline? It's line? funny because um, Sarah Bolger, who plays Aurora, we were always joking around. We're like, this is totally, we're like in love with each other. Like, listen to this dialogue. <laughs> and we would practice our lines, go over our lines, like as if we're falling, like, you know what yeah. I mean? We're just playing around. And we were, we were always joking. And then when the script came in, you know, with the twist and the surprise where Mulan wants to pour her heart out and, and tell Aurora that she loves her, mm-hmm. um, it, it came by, it came by, it was, it really shocked me. I was like, I can't believe they went for it. I'm so proud of them that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, cause everyone was, there was like this online, um, there was this like online, what is it called? Like fan fiction? Thank you. Or? No, yeah, exactly. And, and and it was like hashtag sleeping warrior. <laughs> and everyone was like, they love each other. Aurora and Mulan like love each other. And so it was, it was really rewarding to see, to like kind of play that out for them. Mm-hmm. You know, because it felt right. It felt like the right thing to do. That's awesome. Character wise, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so, and on your Twitter, you actually have wannabe action hero uh-huh. kind of listed under your thing. And don't you feel like you kind of are an action hero no, now? No, that's just in movies. I mean, in real life. Okay. You know? <laughs> I really want to be like an action hero in real life, but I'm like the biggest klutz. <laughs> I have bru- I have multiple bruises on my legs because I'm always running into corners. It's like my knees attracted. I, um, I'm semi-coordinated, but I'm very clumsy. So I am a wannabe. You're a wannabe. If, if you were uh, had a superhero name or were any type of action hero, what type would you be? What name? Yeah, name, like, superpower. Hmm. Well, my superpower would be teleportation. 
that's a cool superpower. And a little nightcrawler action. Yeah, a little nightcrawler action. But I don't. I never thought of like a name. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> so, I mean, of all the the movies you've done, what has kind of been your favorite? I would have to say um, it would be Sucker Punch, only because you know I became so close with the girls mm-hmm. and. We still keep in touch, and the experience was so surreal. It really embraced, like, the, the creative aspect of our jobs, and, 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 you know, they really nurtured that. And I thought what we made was beautiful. Like, I, I know some people were confused by it, but it, it's a life, it's an experience that I will never forget, and it's friendships that, you that's, know, won't be going away. That's awesome. It's, yeah. it's so cool when you have a, a movie like that with all these strong female leads, yeah. basically. And you guys are all, like, the butt kickers like you guys yeah. are like doing what the guys do you're getting dirty you're getting gritty but you all look so hot doing it you look so pretty so shout outs to your makeup artists and everybody Thank on the costume yeah. department on that on that movie it was, it was they did so a stellar cool. job yeah and visually it was just a stunning yeah. stunning movie that i'm so glad that you had fun doing that Thank and then that all the girls are cool and it's not like catty not at all it, everyone was very supportive and you know everyone had an important role to support each other it was great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really great. So another kind of, like, camaraderie, I guess, like, you know, you guys had a ton of major stars on the Sin City movie mm-hmm. that's coming out now. Um, what was that movie like? What was it like when you found out that you were going to be in the second Sin City movie? Well, I had read a couple of different roles, and I was like, oh, I'd love to play this, maybe this, maybe that. And so when I got the call that they were looking for um, a Miho, I was like, wait a second. What about Devin Aoki? You know, you know, she did such a great job in the first film. Like, why isn't she coming back? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? <laughs> and they were like, she's pregnant with her second child. And I was like, oh, that's great. Great for her. And it's like, okay, that's great for me. So <laughs> it kind of just worked out that way. But, you know, again, she did such a great job on the first film. I really wanted to honor what she did mm-hmm. character in terms of her choices and um, use that for, for the material for his, the prequel. Mm-hmm. So how has your... Tell me a little bit about your character. Like, what is her journey kind of through this film? Um, or as much as you can <clears> tell me. <laughs> no, I can tell you. I can tell you a lot. It's you know, it's it's quite plain and simple. Uh, you get a little backstory of why she is this way, and and you know um, why she's protecting the women of Sin City. She is a mute because of a traumatic experience that happened during her childhood, and. Um, you know, she shows, she emotes nothing. And she's stone cold even when she's, you know, in action, in motion. And so that was probably one of the hardest things. You think it's simple? Like, yeah. don't speak and just don't do anything. And it's it's actually really hard to do with your face. Because yeah. when you're running or flipping, like, you know, if it's exhale or like a, a grimace or something, like, you have to start all over because it's it's unusable. It's not... It's not who Miho is. That's crazy. Yeah. So did you have to do a lot of training leading up to this film? I was filming Once Upon a Time in Vancouver, and when I got the job, I was in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had to be on set first thing in the morning. And so I took a flight. I slept on the plane. I got off. I got into my gym clothes. We did stunt training for two hours on wires and with um, with weapons. And then we filmed it after I went through the works after hair and makeup so that's it was very quick there was like zero i mean sucker punch we got three months of prep like three months like working out together and like doing 
like two hour workouts in the morning and then, you know, drinking a protein shake and then doing like weapons training and then drinking, like eating, eating like a healthy lunch and then, you know, going into a uh, fight choreography. So it was like a full day of training for three months. Mm-hmm. I got two hours. It was pretty incredible, but it's because of all the, the previous training that I've Absolutely. had. I was able to, to do what I did in this movie. That's, I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the the crazy stuff about movies and TV that you don't know, mm-hmm. because that literally slept on an airplane. So what was it like? I mean, Frank Miller and Robert Rodriguez, they're, they're, they're so well-known in this town. They have such a style of film that they make, and mm-hmm. especially with Sin City. What was it like working with those two? Um, it's really cool. Like, this is Frank Miller's baby, and, and you know, Robert helps bring it to life. Mm-hmm. And the shots are there. Like, it's all it's all drawn out in his comic book that he's made. And, you know, Frank Miller will literally, I mean, sorry, excuse me, uh, Robert Rodriguez will, will literally bring that page on the comic book to life. It's, it's pretty remarkable in terms of the camera angles. And that's why they're so interesting because it's, it's directly from this comic book and the style is, is very specific. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the comic book genre, the action genre, and it's got a, a pinch of film noir. Um, you know, awesome. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have the damsel in distress. You've got the interesting lighting, the the contrast between the black and white. It's, it's a piece of work. It's really beautiful. Yeah. And so, what was it like? I mean, it's such a cool movie that most of it's shot on green screen. Mm-hmm. It, like basically, like all of it's shot yeah. on green screen. What's it like as an actor, kind of? Because I mean, you had just come from Once Upon a Time, where I know they do use a lot of green screen on that too. But you're also out in the woods with Once Upon yeah. a Time. You're like on sets. But what's it like just working against nothing? Oh man. It's interesting. I mean, it's very green. And, you know, the majority of the time, most of the actors weren't there because we shot all of our bits separately. So even really? even though we're in the same scene together, um, they're not there. Mm-hmm. For example, like Josh Brolin isn't there when I'm, you know, when I have my katana behind his chair. Um, it's weird. They're like, okay, so see this little X over there? That's Jamie King. And this tennis ball? That's Josh Brolin. <laughs> Go. Like it's 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 pretty it's pretty weird. So my next question of like how was what was it like working with everybody on I set? Even you did that question, you didn't. yeah. I didn't. <laughs> well, has press been fun then cuz you've gotten to actually see everybody and interact yeah, and you stuff. Know, like last night I finally got to pull Jessica aside and, and let her know that I'm so proud of the work that she's done. Um you know, she had so much to work with with this character and it, you can tell it was really fun for her because she nailed it. Mm-hmm. It was it an interesting arc, you know, and most of the female characters have – two of the female character, characters had, like, a big 180 turn. Mm-hmm. So the woman that you thought was the damsel in distress was the manipulator, and the woman that you thought was broken and done for, like, becomes the Avenger and, you know, seeks justice and she becomes, like, kick-ass. So it, it was cool to watch. I love all these kick-ass girls. Yeah, like me too. All these and movies. Rosario's just like always cool. She's always <laughs> cool and she's always badass. Such cool checks in yeah. this movie. And it, it's so cool because, I mean, Jessica Alba, when they shot the first one, she hadn't had either of her kids yet. No. Right? And now she has two kids and she's looking like rocking. It's so not fair. It's like, what? I remember watching and I was like, oh, okay. That's inspiring. Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? You're not human. I know, for real. I know. <laughs> So, um, do you have any like funny stories about like you know you got with each other or doing any press well, stuff together? I was I was walking, you know, on set and I was we were going back and forth because we were shooting different scenes, so we had to go home, go back and change. And I remember 
like seeing this guy and he looked pretty battered, but uh, you know, the prosthetic makeup was so good. And someone pulled me aside and was like, Hey, did you meet Josh? Josh, this is Jamie. And I was like, Josh Brolin. <laughs> oh my God. Like I could not recognize him. It was pretty insane. I, yeah, yeah. Makeup is so cool. Yeah. Special effects makeup is so, so It was cool. so weird. <laughs> so do you have, so now when Sin City's done, do you have some other projects you're going to be going off to or? Um, well at the moment I'll be in, in September, I'll be in New York for fashion week. So it will be more of a focus on the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's talk about your blog a little bit. Yeah. Your, what the Chung. Yeah. Which, if, again, you guys need to go to her website. Thank it's you. It's <laughs> so awesome. And I literally was stressing out so bad about what I was wearing today because she is such a fashionista. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> and I was like, what on her blog <laughs> do I have? Do I have any of this stuff that looks or looks like this stuff in my closet? You look great. <laughs> you look great. Uh, it's it's called What the Chung, and it, it was a lifestyle blog. It still is. It's mm-hmm. it's more fashion focused now, but you know, I love. I love traveling and like everyone else, I love eating. So more of those will come, Mm -hmm. but, um, it's great. And I just actually finished the show called resident advisors and it's for Hulu and it comes out, uh, January of 2015. But Elizabeth Banks was one of the executive producers and really smart writing. I mean, you know, our showrunner Ira worked on friends forever and the material is just so solid. And it's really rare that you get something, so well written, so good. Yeah. You know? So is it is it more comedy or drama? It's all comedy. Really? Yeah, working with Ryan Hansen, um, Allison Rich, who is huge in the improv world. Mm-hmm. So funny, this girl. She's so funny. Um and do you know King Batch? I feel like I've heard that. He's name. a he's like an Instagram sensation. He's a Viner. Oh. Well Viners are he's so like good because they're 10 so cool. Million followers or something oh ridiculous like that. But He's in the show and he's a great actor. I mean, it's, it's a, it's an interesting group of hooligans. Mm-hmm. It's great. So do you, do you enjoy doing comedy or do you enjoy do. doing drama about it more? You know, it's, it's the joy of being an actor. You can hopefully try and do both mm-hmm. or, you know, or voiceover work, for example, is really fun. And I just got to do that. Oh, yeah. For Big Hero 6. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it's, it's nice to change it up, right? That's yeah. why we never get sick of our jobs. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a dream role? Oof. Of course. You know, working yeah. with Ridley Scott or, you know, S- Steven Spielberg. I mean, Soderbergh. The list goes on. There's just so many creative people out there. But then there's also upcoming, you know, directors that haven't quite made it, but they have such a great vision, like Megan Griffiths. You know, mm-hmm. I had such a great time working with her on Eden, and she's only getting better, but she's got such a great idea of how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It varies. She's yeah. putting it out in the universe. Ridley, <laughs> Steven. Spielberg. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I just, you can tell me if you if you want to talk about this or not, because I know you're very private, but I, you got engaged recently. I did. And so how are the wedding plans going? Is, there, is that kind of... Oh, man. It's like, um, I feel like planning a wedding... Is like building Ikea furniture. Like you do it together and you want to kill each other. Um, and so the first thing we did was get a wedding planner. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. <laughs> Check one off the I list. Know. So you and don't know when it's going to be. Or? No idea. It's going to be next year. Yeah. We have so many weddings coming up um, in the fall as well as uh, in the spring. I mean, I'm so tempted just to get eloped, but I don't think that our parents will ever talk to us again. They'll be pretty pissed. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, is is there anything else that you have coming up or anything you want to plug? No, that's it. No, I've, I've plugged everything You've in the last everything? 30 minutes. Yeah. Can we plug anything else? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can catch Jamie in Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. It's out August 22nd in theater. Where can we find you? Where can we follow you on social media? Um, at Twitter, I'm at Jamie Chung one because Jamie Chung was taken. <laughs> and uh, for Instagram, it's Jamie J. Chung. And whatthechung.com. Yeah. Right? Got to check that out. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keaton Markey, K-E-E-T-I-N-M-A-R-C-H-I. Thank you so much, Thank Jamie. You. It's been such a pleasure interviewing you, and good luck Thanks with everything. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.